Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. And my third is 5,000 more than a number. 5,000 more than a number. 5,000 more than a number. I believe that many of you keep hearing something pastors do and for churches and believers, especially when a pastor is ministering in a church and the church is not growing, then you hear him say, it is not about the numbers, it's not about the crowd. Then sometimes they tell you, don't mind that church, it's just a big church. It's a tumor, it's a cancer, it's elephantiasis. They've only got the numbers, but numbers don't mean anything. But today, I want to believe God, I'll be able to convince you that numbers are everything. Numbers are everything. I mean, the the whole of the kingdom of God and the contest in the world is about numbers. If you doubt the power of numbers, you will only have to go into the populations of the nations of the world and see between the small countries and the big ones you see the difference. I I believe that many of us know that right now, China is one of the most powerful nations in the world. Their population stands at 1.4 billion. India, 1.3. United States, 331 million. Indonesia, 273. And just go on. And The population of Nigeria is about 206 million. And um, the population of Ghana, our beloved country, is about 31 million. I saw a nation, and it's called the Holy See, and the population is about 801. So you've never heard of them. 801. Most of our churches are bigger than a nation. And when you hear Louis Farrakhan, refer to their organization as the nation of Islam. They know what they are talking about and they know what they are doing. Listen to me. There is no pride in not having numbers. There is no pride in not having numbers. Every political party will tell you numbers are important. Every football team will tell you numbers are important. For many, many years now, Manchester United, no trophy. But they are supposed to have the biggest fan base in the world. So, up till today, when you are checking the richest football clubs in the world, you have the Real Madrid, you have the Barcelona, you, you, and by the time you are landing in England, the Manchester United, though they don't have, they've not won a trophy, and it's the city, Manchester City, that has been winning the trophies. Still, when you go to look at the most successful, you will still see the Manchester United sitting on top of the rest of the teams in England. People, numbers are important. And I'm believing God today that you will see the importance of numbers and you will soon understand what I mean by the importance of numbers. It is, you can have a big number and there is nothing to it. But you can have a big number too with substance. With substance. And I'm praying to God that today the kingdom of God will be populated and the kingdom of hell will be depopulated. The body of Christ must explode in numbers. 
we must explode in miracles explode in breakthroughs uh, also explode in numbers we must explode in the thousands we must stop growing slowly and sparingly we are growing slowly and sparingly and i want to believe god that somebody is going to explode somebody is going to multiply and let's stop growing slowly where at the end of every year you add just about 10 members to your church at the end of every year you add 100 members to your church and say you are growing you are not growing you are crawling you are you are you are crawling then you go on the social media and you have a few hundreds of people and you are clapping for yourself that you are doing well no we should explode in 10,000 20,000 30,000 online especially when what you are delivering you yourself know is good ministry I, I pray that God will give you appetite for numbers that 5,000 is not just a number 5,000 is not just a number it means more than that so Jesus came into the world and he had time for individuals he also had time for small groups like the 12 but the, I love a statement and seeing the multitude and seeing the multitude he went up into the mountain and he opened his mouth and spake unto them saying what drew the beatitudes out of the spirit of Jesus was the multitude and I can tell you people multitude as a way it pushes out the anointing that whenever there is a multitude there is a way they drag the anointing out of a man of God that, that is why Jesus is ministering and a woman just touched the hem of the garment and then power went through and the, the issue of the blood stopped and, and I know that people normally say oh our pastors today are not as anointed as Jesus the, the pastors today don't carry the anointing Jesus carried listen to me the pressure of the multitude around Jesus miracles were bound to happen miracles were bound to happen because when all those people come together in their numbers you know what happens spirit of god moves because every one of them comes with their faith and you will understand it again as i keep going on in acts chapter 4 let me start from acts chapter 3 in acts chapter 3 peter saw this man at the gate of the temple called beautiful and he told him silver and gold have i none but such as i have give a thee in the name of jesus christ of nazareth rise up and walk and this crippled man got up and started walking and then there was pandemonium all over the place the religious leaders were scared to the core and in acts chapter 4 the verse number one i will pick it from the verse number one the bible said that the leaders and the authorities as peter and others speak the bible said and as they speak unto the people the priest and the captain of the temple and the sadducees came upon the disciples and being grieved that they taught the people and preached through jesus the resurrection of the dead and they laid hands on them and put them in hold unto the next day for it was now eventide so they arrested the disciples put them in the hold they, they locked them up somewhere because it was evening and the bible said that how be it many of them which heard the word believed and the number of men was about 5,000. So after raising that cripple, they preached, they spoke the word of God. And the number of people that were added to the believers or the church on that day was 5,000. Now, when you want to interpret this 5,000, you must look at the preacher you are dealing with and then 
find out um, what kind of preacher, what kind of, if you are reading the commentaries, you have to find out what kind of commentator he is. Some of the commentaries, the commentators don't have faith at all. So I read about one commentator who said, 5,000 cannot be added in just one day. So he did his own mathematics with his own limited um, medulla oblongata. And he said that the 5,000 included the 120 on the day of Pentecost who were in the upper room and then the 3,000 who were converted by that set of preachings that they preached in Jerusalem on that day. So he took the 120, added it to the, to the, to the 3,000 and then he subtracted it from the 5,000 and he got 1,880. And he said on that day, actually, the people that were added to the church were 1,880. Because as per his calculation, 5,000 people cannot be added on just one day. Now, this must be an unbelieving mathematician. Why do you go through all these statistics? The Bible didn't tell you that. You are going through all these statistics just to be able to pacify your, your, your conscience for your lack of growth and lack of your lack of explosion of growth. Now, 5,000 5, should not surprise us because if on the day of Pentecost, they got 3,000 added in just one day, when no cripple had walked, by the time a cripple is walking, it's not a problem if 5,000 add. And if you tell me that it is not possible to add 5,000, then the 5,000 men, Jesus gave the bread to eat. And the Bible said the bread was multiplied and 5,000 men were there, excluding women and children. Excluding women and children. Even in the bush where he was preaching. Not in the city center, in the bush. They followed him to that point, to that place, and 5,000 were fed on that day. But, but look at this scripture well. Look at that scripture well. The Acts chapter 4 and the verse number 4. Acts 4, 4. How be it, many of them which heard the word believed. And the number of men was about 5,000. So if you go and add the, the upper room people, the upper room people included women. So are you going to go to upper room and go and subtract the women from them and you don't even know the number of the women? Listen to me. Let us believe that God is able to add 5,000 to the church and to the body of Christ at once. Can I hear somebody say an amen? And, 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 and when you come to Ghana, you come to Africa, when they see a church that is exploding like that, they say they buried Juju in the church. Something is buried in the church. There, there must be some ritual or something. People have gone to do some ritual or something. Otherwise, how are people just going into that church like that? But listen, ladies and gentlemen, you have seen nothing yet because... I can smell what is coming. I, I can smell an explosion that, has come, that is coming. I can see something is coming. And if people call what they are seeing now ritual, then very soon they'll start saying magic because the thing that is coming is going to be so powerful. You and I are going to increase. Some of you are going to have chains of stores and businesses you are doing are going to explode. 
not only in regions but in nations of the world get ready for the church the body of christ to produce our own dangotes am i talking to somebody get ready for us to produce our own things that will look powerful like a hollywood and a kuma wood somewhere and a nollywood somewhere am i talking to somebody at all god is about to do things expand things the crowd does not belong to the world because the devil did not create the crowd it is god that created the crowd five thousand and 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 i get very worried when especially a minister of god says it's not about the numbers but it's about what it's about what any pastor who is under the sound of my voice stop following a frustrated pastor because you know as for crowd eh, also for, when you don't have some you say it's no good <laughs> oh it's not a matter of the crowd you know jesus said where two or three i got it why didn't your mother and father produce only two children and stop Oh, Papa, one month, one nine. Oh, see, where two or three are gathered. And the uncle, oh, me, you know, uncle, so oh, jai. And then go to your hometown and tell the people where two or three are gathered is enough. So, this whole village, everybody take DGT, die, and leave only two or three so that the, the chief will continue to rule over you. You are saying where two or three are gathered in my name. There he is in the midst of them. So, if your political party had reduced to two or three, you think you are going to be happy? So, 5,000 is more than a number. I want to describe to you what I call the weight of 5,000. The weight of 5,000. When you see 5,000 people, you want to know the weight of the 5,000 people. The weight of the 5,000 talks about the impact that the 5,000 people make in the kingdom of God. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, 5,000 can make a lot of impact. No, if you have 5,000 believers who go to church every Sunday and pack up a church every Sunday, I tell you, they can change the whole economy. They, they can change the whole economy of, of that particular city where they find themselves. So, 5,000, you are talking about the weight of 5,000, the impact that they can make in the kingdom. The souls 5,000 can save, 500 cannot save. The, the, the number of things 5,000 people can do, um, 300 people cannot do. So the impact they make, when you see 5,000 people, you are talking about who they are. Who are they? Number two, what can they do? Number three, what do they have? So if you put 5,000 people, who they are, their wisdom, their holiness, their knowledge, their understanding of God, their faith. Everything they are is contributing to the kingdom they belong to. Then number two, what they have is contributing to the kingdom. Then number three, what they can do is contributing to the kingdom. So let me tell you people, somebody who has 5,000 members and you have 500 members, the person will be stronger than you. The person will be stronger than you. If 5,000 people are building a church building, they are likely to go faster than if 500 people are struggling to build the same building. 
That is why I'm prophesying today. I'm just speaking. The Bible said Ezekiel spoke to the dry bones, and the Bible said bone came together to bone, and so on and so forth. And the Bible said, and they rose up a great army, not a small army, great. It was a huge number. May the kingdom of God start looking for numbers. May we start believing God for numbers and stop undermining numbers. Stop, stop undermining numbers. It is dangerous for the world to grow in numbers more than the church does. Truth is, the world is growing faster than us. The last election Ghana did, I was very surprised about. You know, when they started coming up with the numbers of the number of people who had voted and i saw this political party had six point something million and that political party had five point something million i was surprised i'm asking so where were all those people how how did they vote how did they register in the midst of all the corona but during the registration exercise and the voting when the Christians were hiding in their rooms that if they go to church, Corona will kill them. Politicians were busy registering their members and the members who believed in numbers were voting. They, they were registering and voting and we were hiding under the bed because of somebody called Corona whom we had never seen. If you clap, you are not one of them. And then even up till now that unbelievers are practically living a normal life the christians still say if you go to church the virus will attack you up till now so we are not there in person we are not there online we are still hiding in our houses because we don't know that the less numbers we keep getting in the church, the less numbers we keep getting in the church, the less numbers we keep getting in the church, online and in person, we are becoming a minority, a minority, a minority, a minority. And one day, when there is a legislation that can affect the kingdom of God, because we don't have the numbers, the legislation will go against us because nobody is seeing us with the numbers. Nobody's seeing us with the numbers. Nobody's seen us with their numbers. Now, when we talk about 5,000 men, the, 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 the Acts chapter 4 and the verse number 4 says 5,000 men were added on that day. But I like the way it, it, it puts it in, in, in Acts chapter 2. In Acts chapter 2, when on the day of Pentecost, Peter finished preaching, Acts chapter 2, the verse number 41, that one didn't say 5,000, it didn't say 3,000 men. He said, then they that gladly received the word were baptized and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So this one didn't say 3,000 men, he said 3,000 souls. And I like the word soul because it is not just talking about trousers and shirt. It is talking about the content of the people. That these people were souls. Mayakoshi Kaba. Ah. The first thing I'm talking about is 5,000 is more than numbers. 5,000 is more than 5,000 males. 5,000 means 5,000 souls. That means 5,000 men into whom God breathed 
and they became living souls. God created man. Man was still lying there as clay. And God breathed into man. And man became a living soul. So any human being you see walking about, there is a component of God in the man. And that component of God in the man is called a soul. So when you are walking around a nightclub and, and you see 200 people, 200 souls are in that place. If you see a gambling center, 200 components of God, 200 souls that represent the ability of God having a will, the ability of God having an intellect, and the ability of God having emotion. You are talking about the spiritual component of God that God has invested in a container and you and I have that treasure in earthen vessels. We carry the soul which is in the image of God. And when God said, I make man in my own image and in my likeness, he was not just talking about our hands and talking about our legs. God was talking about his internal being, who he is as God. And whether unbeliever or unbeliever, God breathed into man and man became a living soul. So when you talk about 5,000, you are not talking about 5,000 human beings, 5,000 homo sapiens who are what? Listen, these are not 5,000 noise. And yet 5,000 noise. These are not 5,000 gorillas. And they are not 5,000 donkeys. And they are not 5,000 cows. They are 5,000 people, souls, in whom God has invested his own nature his own likeness his own being and when god put some of himself into a human being he called that some of himself a soul so you know what anytime aaron is watching a football match in manchester city the stands are full those are fifty thousand souls that means 50,000 gods have gone to the stadium. Have I not said you are gods and all of you are the children or the sons of the Most High? When you see Bogatanga Market and you go there and see 20,000 people, 30,000 people on the market day, they are not 30,000 human beings. They are 30,000 souls. Oh, when you see an idol worshiper and he's worshiping an idol and speaking to tree and speaking to water and speaking to mountain, it's not a number of a human being that is talking to the stone. It is a soul, the image of God, the likeness of God is talking to a stone. So, so, so he said, soul, and 3,000 souls, Acts chapter 2 verse 41, 3,000 souls were added unto them. I prophesy over everybody who is listening to me, listen to me.
I'm not talking about door-to-door evangelism. No, I'm, I'm not talking about you going to force people to get converted here and there. I'm just talking about whilst you are preaching, I'm just talking about God himself supernaturally. I'm just talking about the Holy Ghost moving upon the face of the earth. All God is waiting for is for us to agree with him. All God is waiting for us is to see the value of a soul and to know that a crowd is more than just human being. You, you know what people sometimes when you go to church and people have not attended a church service and um, you, you, people have not attended the church service the reason it doesn't disturb you is because you are thinking there's human beings who have not come but the truth is that it is souls who have not come everybody say souls come on shout the souls i like something about the bible the bible is a very intentional piece of literature A man called Jacob went into the land of Egypt and he carried his family there. And God gave them a prophecy and said, after 400 years, Abraham, your children will come out of captivity. And the reason those guys were under bondage for 430 years and God used every conceivable miracle to bring them out of bondage was because God understood that these were souls. God knew they were souls and I'm sure that Jacob knew they were souls. Oh, I feel like preaching. I feel like preaching. I feel like preaching. So, Pastor Mike, your wife and your children are not just human beings. They are souls. Can you start seeing them as souls? The Bible said concerning the days of Noah that the people were saved and the Bible said wherein only eight souls were saved. That means those eight people saw themselves as souls who didn't have to die but the rest of them were no souls. They were human beings that were carried away by a flood because for they themselves life did not mean anything to them let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die and they were marrying and giving in marriage and mocking the preacher until the flood came and swept them away i asked myself a question why will people go into egypt and god will just bring them out like that and the lord told me he said son Abraham had a certain revelation. Isaac had a certain revelation. Jacob had another level of revelation. You see, Jacob was a very spiritual man. The human beings he took into the land of Egypt, he didn't see them as just human beings. He saw them as souls. I want to open your eyes to something maybe you've never, never noticed. You've never maybe noticed. I, I need Genesis chapter 12 and the verse number 5. Genesis 12 and the verse number 5. Now, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Don't, don't worry to read. Just, just listen. Look at me. You, you will enjoy. You will enjoy everything that you, 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 you have. Abraham taught Isaac. And Isaac taught Jacob. And this is the transgenerational God who taught Abraham that, Abi, human beings are not just human beings, but they are souls. So from the day of Abraham into Isaac and into Jacob. Now, Abraham started it, but Jacob took it to another level. 
The Bible said, Abraham, he took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son. Now, so this is the time he's leaving his father's house. He's going somewhere. And the Bible said, he took Sarah, his wife, and he took Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered. I will come to all their substance that they had gathered. That is an interesting one. You, you keep it. We will come there. And all the substance they had gathered and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. Souls. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan they came. I like King James. Sometimes when people say they want to read from ASV, um, New International, I'm like, look, just hit it right there. They got up to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. Which translation can put it like this? They got, one of the things I like is, and they died their death. Then I asked, so what else can they die? <laughs> oh, King James, me believe it, King James Bible, brutal. I say, and they gathered all their substance and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. So they saw everybody as a soul. Everybody was a soul. So when you come to the desert pastures or your church where you are, or your family or your business, every human being there is a soul. Now, but in the life of Abraham or Isaac, we don't hear so much about the soul, the soul, the soul until we are talking about the man called jacob that that jacob <laughs> oh boy I, I i counted about six good times in in genesis 46 when the bible is talking about jacob genesis 46 when the bible is talking about jacob and his family and instead of saying people instead of saying people instead of saying human beings the bible the bible was busy talking about souls and souls and souls genesis 46 and the verse number 15 one five genesis 46 verse 15 these are the sons of leah which he bare unto jacob in pandan arab with his daughter dinah i think there are diners who don't even know that dinah is in the bible i like this all the souls of his sons and his daughters were 30 and 3. all the sons and daughters all the souls of the son, of his sons and daughters were 30 and 3. So he gave birth to some sons and gave birth to some daughters. And his daughters were also giving birth to some children. And he said, all the sons and the daughters were 30 and 3 souls. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.